1: Right, welcome back. Another episode of Inside the Mind of Beast. We've Scott, uh, episode seventy-six. Hard to believe that no one has shut this thing down yet. Gone, you really, just yap about stuff and have guests on once and. And it turns out all my guests are just friends. That's really all. They're just like, oh, I got friends that do stuff. Let's put them on the podcast, uh, which is no different today because I am joined from a. I am joined by a. Not from. I'm not joined from a. I'm joined by a friend from. Good Lord. Elementary school. Does that sound about right?
0: I think Um, so. Yeah.
1: Jen Hendricks Fog. Jen Hendricks to all of us that know us. One of the most amazing people that I didn't realize I knew until I found out all of the stuff that has gone on with you. First and foremost, Jen. Good morning. Thank you for getting me up early today. Good
2: morning. How are you?
1: (laughs) For for those of you that are for those of you that are not privy to the video because this is not a video podcast. Jen and I are on Zoom doing this. She is actually in Massachusetts at a mother's retreat uh, at a bed and breakfast. I am fully jealous of you right now (laughs) because the place looks great. I'm sitting in the in the radio station right now. Uh, The heat is on, which I can't figure out why. I turned it down, and it's about 85 degrees in the studio, so I'm sweating.
0: I am looking out the window, uh, and it's snowing. So,
1: oh, you know, fun, yeah. Uh, for what it's worth on my way in it was kind of doing that and I went wait a minute what what is this yeah but it's the end of March oh my god today's my mother's birthday I haven't called her yet (laughs) I just realized that (laughs) Oh, you better text her right now oh yeah no we'll just we'll just wait for we'll be done here I'll call her I don't want to text her because it is it is it's a birthday thing so the text is although can be formal uh for mom's birthday i think that's a, that's,
0: that's probably, very nice of you
1: that's probably a phone call so jen Sorry, how Mom. are you how are you doing
0: i'm good i'm good
1: i'm good busy yes
0: very busy.
1: you're always yes. busy um yes. yeah so let's run through the people that i know that are doing amazing things right now in their lives um let's see there's bobby fish who is currently employed by aew as a professional wrestler doing doing great things uh in professional wrestling there's matt Halleck, who was the last guest on the show and is uh we're we're help i'm helping in the process of getting hhg off the ground and uh doing a bunch of good stuff with that and then there's our friend jen who is now an author yeah i know Uh,
0: Crazy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and uh, I told her before we started this whole thing that uh, I she she gave me your book so I could read it and be prepared for the podcast. And just in D. Scott fashion, for those of you that remember me from school, I'm prepared for nothing, um, and I didn't read the book. <laughs> it was like, and Jen yelled at me. She scolded me. I did. Kind of, like, I even wrote
0: it in a third grade level for you to read.
1: I know it's, I I know that was the funniest, funniest conversation between the two of us. I was like, man, listen, as long as there's no big words, because I read on a fourth grade level and you're like, that's fine. I write on a third grade level, so we should be good. (laughs) So Uh, all good. um, All right. So let's talk about the inspiration to write the book. Um, Obviously, your son, Logan had a lot to do with that and and was the inspiration and um Mm -hmm. so let's go let's go back to the beginning for those of you that for for anyone that hasn't really maybe heard your story as of yet I know all of our friends are well aware of everything that has gone on in your life and we may be recapping for our friends I have no idea who listens to our podcast my podcast because I have my mom Mrs. Halleck listens to the podcast, so.
0: Well, you should give a happy birthday to your mom shout out real quick. before you. Well, forget. look at that.
1: Happy birthday, mom. Thank you so much for being such an amazing oh. supporter of mine and uh, and for listening to the podcast and get the tissues ready because Jen's story isn't always the happiest of times. But... Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's not, but you guys. Um, but it is. It, it is, though, because okay. in in the long run, you know, first and foremost, uh, I think I've talked to you before when you had stuff going on with the Logan Foundation here. Yeah. Um, I told you how I, i there's no question you're one of the strongest people I know. So Thank let's you. go back to, uh, before I got sidetracked by that happy birthday shout out that you made me do for my mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go back to the inspiration to actually put your story, to, to publish your story.
0: Yeah. So I'll, I'll start from the beginning. So, you know, as, as you know, or may not know, my son was born with a very rare brain tumor. Uh, they told us several times that he would never survive. Then they told us he would never walk, talk, eat function. You know, he might be in a wheelchair, whatever the case may be. Um, he now is five and a half. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> almost five and a half. And he doesn't walk. He runs circles around me <laughs> um the type of brain tumor that he had was called a congenital glioblastoma basically the worst type of tumor you could have at the best time of your life he's less than 100 documented cases ever of this type of tumor uh it's yeah it's pretty insane and and the irony of the entire situation i'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason i will never deny the fact that this situation sucks and i don't wish it on my worst enemy but I, I do believe it was meant to happen to me um, and my husband. I work for Aflac. I'm, I'm an independent benefits consultant with Aflac. I sell cancer insurance for a living. I help people in their darkest times. I had the cancer plan on my son when he was diagnosed. And Children's Healthcare of Atlanta is sponsored uh, by Aflac that wrote my son's treatment plan. So I get the chills every time I share that because you know, it, everything was put in our place for a reason, and that leads me to why I wanted to write the book was because a, I always wanted to write a book, but b, there were so many uh, coincidences, quote unquote, through our journey that really made me believe that it was meant to happen. And you know, I say it in the book, I joke about it that my son chose me to be his mom because he's no, he knows I has, a, I have a big mouth and I can get shit done.
2: Okay,
0: <laughs> um, and that's just, and that's just how it is. Um, and that's how it always was. You know, the day he was diagnosed, I had a, the doctors told me he wasn't going to survive. I had a a few choice words for them. Um, and they weren't pretty. (laughs) And, uh, there, uh, I have very colorful language. Uh, that's why when you and Matt were talking last week, I was like, yes, I can use the F bomb, but I'll try (laughs) to be polite mom's birthday. I'll be respectful. Um, but yeah, I just, I really wanted the world to know, you know, not only the, the ugly, the bad, but the good that came out of it, like it's, it's titled tiny miracles for a reason, because that's what he is. And that's what we have to look for in everyday life. And I feel, I feel those, some people take things for granted and, you know, just be happy with what you have. It's, you know, having a special needs child, having a cancer survivor for a child any little thing he does is amplified by 10,000 because it's just right. so exciting that he can do it. And like, why don't we just treat life like that?
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I
0: just, I feel like people just need to be uh, more encouraging of one another and and embrace our differences rather than, you know, be so negative. And it's just, it's shitty.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's funny, ironic, not funny, haha that you say it like that, because I think mm-hmm. people, <clears throat> people take for granted everything that they have, um, the good or the bad, you know. And it's just, kind of, you know, it's it's so easy to get caught up in the bullshit that goes on in your life. And it's like, oh my god, like you know, I've and some of the stuff that people get caught up in is so trivial and so minuscule. And there are people. And listen, if you can embrace stuff with everything that you've been through, and you're sitting here telling people you. You need to embrace life and all you know, embrace all your wins like it's a major win, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I put my socks yep. on today. Man, embrace that like it's a win. You awesome. were able you were able to put your socks on, you know, right. like
0: you were many, able, right? That's the key word, right? right. You were exactly. able. Not many. There's people out there that aren't able to do that.
1: Right. Well, yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth because there are there, there are people that can't put their own pants on, can't put their socks on. Can't get dressed, don't have the ability to get up in the morning and go to work, you know. And mm-hmm. uh although, you know, and I, I've heard a thing, I, I heard a saying a while ago, we need to stop saying I I have to and start saying I get to. Yes.
0: Yep. I agree. Although
1: I'm I'm guilty of I have to uh quite a bit, but you know because but, I
0: I made you get out of bed this morning. You're right. It's my fault. Yeah, I
1: was like, I gotta get up. I was like, oh now I'm able to go talk to Jen. <laughs> <laughs> such a such a burden i kind of forgot too and it was like last night because we went last night and saw whitney cummings at the egg and uh i said to my girlfriend i was like oh shit i gotta i gotta do a podcast at eleven thirty 30 tomorrow morning she's <laughs> like oh okay i was like but at least we don't have to get up and like you know it's not the crack of dawn like yesterday i was up and out the door by, yeah, what time did you have to be there yesterday um in saratoga or at whitney yeah. Cummings? Uh, yeah, I was in I was in Saratoga by 9:45, and after uh, driving all
0: day Friday.
1: Yeah, we we drove out to Rochester to watch Maddie dance and uh, her studio dance, and then Maddie's. I think the last dance we watched was about 9:50 950, 9:55. We didn't stick around for awards. We gave high fives and hugs to everybody that danced. Awards were coming next. I was like, we gotta go. Uh, got home by one o'clock. Or before one o'clock, I um, managed to shave thirteen minutes off the time that my GPS said I would be home by. Not that I was speeding, uh, if there's a, yeah, I was, but it's too late now. You can't do anything about it. It's over. Um, <laughs> that's something you have to catch me in the act. So, haha. Right. But no, no we got. I, <laughs> yeah, I think I went to bed by one thirty, quarter to two. Was up. I just woke up at like seven I mean, fifteen. I didn't even. I beat my alarm uh, and then showered out the door, came to the station, had to do a quick show here, up to Saratoga till one o'clock, home to take a nap, SUNY Albany at 25 after five to watch my oldest daughter, Robin, compete because there was a cheer competition there. She got done. We left, went right to the egg. saw Whitney Cummings. What a great way to end that night, that day, though. Whitney Cummings is hilarious. She was Yeah. I had never really seen any of her stand-up outside of uh, just her, like the stuff she does with the VH1 Roasts. Yep. Yeah, she's just as awesome. raw on like her stand-up, but it was awesome. it was great, and we were there, and Jamie Roberts, I ran into Jamie Roberts while we were there, um, Jillian Shuhart was there as well, so it was like, you know, it's like two, three work people were, were there. Oh
0: my
1: too. goodness. I was like, <laughs> yay, for friends, and I was there with my girlfriend, so it was awesome.
0: There you go.
1: And now here I am in the morning, and I get to talk to you. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> let's—I mean, so I mean—we could talk about your story yeah. and all the all the garbage that you've been through, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. and and all the great things that you've done because of it. Um, the Logan yeah. Foundation being one, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is absolutely amazing. Let's talk about you doing a book signing though, because that's got to be kind of surreal for you to be like. Whoa. <laughs>
0: yeah, it actually, it actually hit me. It, it didn't hit me until the day of my book signing that I actually wrote a book. And, you know, just to back up real quick, you know, one of the key, one of the key words that I always focus on is resilience.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, you know, part of the premise of my book, you know, I share the good, the bad and the ugly. And as much as it's about childhood cancer, it's also about resiliency and how we all have it in us. And um, I, did a, I did a small book release party on March 8th, which was the day my book was released, which was also Logan's five-year cancer diagnosis anniversary, which is why I chose it. Right. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm in the process of writing that blog post this weekend is my goal. Um, I always do his cancerversary blog post. Um, but So I just had a small gathering with you know, close family and friends for the book release party. And then I partnered with Mohawk Taproom, in scotia who was so good to my husband and i when logan was going through treatment Mm -hmm. you know we i basically lived in the hospital during the week my husband's parents would stay on the weekends to give me a break he and i would you know go to the tap room every weekend for dinner Yeah. and i obviously would check in on facebook right and then and then the bill would be paid for and i'm like what's going on here so i stopped checking in but he was still paying the bill because he would watch me on the camera being there, and I was like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, you guys are awesome!" So they've been great supporters of ours from 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 day one. So I did the book signing at Mohawk Tap Room. We, my friend Mariah, gave me the idea of miracles and mimosas. I was like, "Yes, I love it. That's a good tagline because <laughs> you know why not alcohol?" Right. And so we did it. And I, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not kidding when I tell you, people showed up that I haven't seen in 20 years. Wow. People showed up that, to be completely honest, I didn't even think liked me. <laughs> uh, people showed up that I didn't know followed our story. And the things that they said to me were just amazing. Um, you know, Erin McCardle came and she's like, I'm so jealous that I'm here, that I get to see you. And I told them I had to come in between the basketball games today. And I was like, oh, all thanks. Nice, And then... Uh, Todd Triolo showed up and oh. I was like, I looked at him. I was like, I was like, who are you? Cause I didn't know if it was Todd or Mitch.
1: Right. It's something <laughs> they've been dealing with. With quite I could, always, I, I
0: could always tell the difference because Mitch has a scar on his forehead. That was the only way I could tell him apart. And he's like, it's Todd. And I was like, Hey, and I, w- I haven't seen him. I mean, he literally grew up across the street from me and I haven't, I haven't seen him in a good 20 years. I had, you know, I had no clue. And it was just, it was just not, and people showed up that I didn't even know. Like there was God. a woman from my neighborhood that showed up and I was like, how did you hear about this? And she's actually, her son is in Boy Scouts with Morgan Neidegger's son.
2: Okay.
0: Um, so they live in my neighborhood and she's like, yeah, I'm part of a book club and I wanted to support a local author. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> so, I mean, I had about 50 people show up, I think. So, wow. I mean, not bad. I can't, you know. So I'm, yeah, it was, it, it hit me that day. It
1: totally not hit bad, me that huh?
0: day. Not bad. Yeah. For yeah. me, for I mean, me, to I do obviously it, want to go bigger,
1: but. Well, yeah. I mean, like we, we always do, but you'll get there. Listen, where do you, you're not yeah. quite I'm a, bad, yes. you're not a, no, best I'm not done yet. Yet. give <laughs> it some time. So
0: Will be. But, you got
1: it. Listen, 50 people. I do radio station events. You know how many people show up to those? If it's not something <laughs> like Chatterfest where 40,000 people are already coming. <laughs> Like Forty nine, like like six, <laughs> six. Yeah. They're like, and you know, what they say they don't go. Oh, hey D, they go. You got movie tickets? Get out of here. Go away. Like they, just, <laughs> they just want the free stuff. So I mean, fifty is great. I think one of the best <laughs> ones we ever did yeah. was the uh the Elvis Duran toy van that we did years back, and Elvis came up to kick off the entire thing, and we had. And it was an opportunity to meet Elvis Duran for one. So, but we had, now you did some radio stuff and you were in sales and Mm -hmm. what have you. So, you know, you know, doing these events, like, especially at a car dealership, you're not necessarily going to get a lot of people. We had 93 people show up to meet Elvis. And I was like, Whoa. And he goes, I'm like, he said something to me. And I said, dude, these people are here for you, man. You're the star today. I was like, these people know they could run into me at Hannaford tomorrow. Like you're, you're a star, you're a star. And he was, you know, he's, he's humble enough or he was, and I would assume he hasn't changed since we did this um, because I've heard nothing but great things about Elvis, but he was like, don't put that pressure on me. He is so just, I don't want to be a star. Like I just do yeah. my radio thing, you know? So, so 50 people for a book signing, I'll take that. I would take 50 people at my book signing, but I haven't written a, a coloring book yet. So we, I plus, <laughs> I can't animate, so I, I, I'm gonna get, have to get someone to draw it for me. But
0: I'm like, where are you going with this? Because you don't write a coloring book, Dennis, so that's the first thing. <laughs> no,
1: I would write the little like the little blurbs underneath the coloring book, like under the <laughs> part where you're supposed to picture. You write like, the story. Yeah, I'm gonna write the part where it's like, this is a big brown dog.
0: I walked to the store. Yeah. Period.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe there'll be punctuation. Listen, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, so no, 50, 50 people is uh, is yeah. pretty good.
0: And it was nice too. Obviously, Matt Matt's mom came.
1: I saw that. That so was she, great. She
0: got a couple of books. She sent one to, to Matt. And uh, he he gave me a HHG shirt for Logan.
1: Nice.
0: And uh, he was actually just texting me this morning. We want to do some some co-branding. Nice. With the Logan Strong Foundation and HHG because he's doing his one of his events this year coming up, he's going to donate to the foundation. So I'm excited. Lots of good stuff. He's doing amazing things. And you know, he's, it's great because I feel like he's motivating me to want to do more. And I'm like, crap, I got a job. I got a kid. I got a book. I got, let me just add it. He's like, I don't, he's like, it's okay. And I'm like, no, the more shit I have to do, the more I get done. So it's okay. What else you got?
1: Right. Yeah. He's, I told him the same. I I told him that I go, dude, your motivation and your creativity and everything that you're doing, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm part of like, I was part of the foundation uh, for HHG when he was like, this is what we want to do. And I yeah. told him like, he, he pitched it. Actually, he didn't really pitch it. He just kind of told me what the, the name of it was. And I said, I'm in, I'm like I'm in no matter what. And, uh, yep. and it's just grown so much, but he's, he's been motiv- motivating me to want to do stuff. And uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> this week, this week with all the stuff that's been going on uh, with him has just been, first of all, like you take a step back and go, "Whoa, how did we end up here? Like, how do we, when he called me on Tuesday, or he texted me on Tuesday because I was leaving, I had an event with the station. We do the serving, the deserving where we bring burger pies nice. to. So if it's, you know, these local organizations or businesses that do stuff for the community, um, we, we get a couple nominated, we put them on the website, they get the vote, whoever gets the most votes gets a lunch from Burger BurgerFi. And last week was Hope 7 Community Center in Troy. So we were there, I got there early and I was on the phone with him the way out. And then I get a text while I'm there. And he's like, yo, call me when you get a chance. That went really well. Cause he was going to George M. Steinbrenner Field to yes. pick up a baseball that He had,
0: yeah, one
1: in yeah. an, an auction. Um, yeah. so I call him as soon as I can, and through the long winded explanation of every single thing that happened, every I Matt is so every detail he told me. I was like, yep. This is great, man. Let's get to the brass, t- brass tacks. Like, what happened? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, I'm like, That's cool. <laughs>
2: he's
1: like. This is what the carpet looked like, and it had eggshell white paint on the wall i'm like dude what are we doing long story short he's like yeah we're gonna be doing some stuff with the yankees and i'm like the the new york yankees like like we didn't (laughs) like like, any major league baseball team would have been amazing the biggest major league baseball team in the history right I'm, i'm like holy shit so yeah we got there's some really cool stuff coming up uh, that you're going to be involved in as well with one mm-hmm. of the events up yep. here um, that, that, that it's, it's going to be bigger than people realize. And yeah,
0: uh, I'm excited. I was texting him some ideas yesterday that I had to, so. Nice. Good.
1: that will be cool. Mm. Good. Cause it's nice to have other people to come up with stuff. Cause he'll call me and our other buddy, Matt. And it's like, all right, so you guys have any ideas? I'm like, you can't do that to me, man. You can't put me on the spot and expect me to just create stuff. I need,
0: Time, I'm a good idea person, I just don't always have time to implement them, Hmm. and I get random ideas at you know the strangest times.
1: Well, Matt has time to implement them, he's he's awake 22 hours a day, so
0: yes, (laughs) yes. And since I do want to give a shout out to Derek Hoffman while we're talking about okay, our peeps, um, I shared this with Matt the other day, I don't think he knew, and it's in the book. But so when Logan was first diagnosed within the first three months we were in the hospital. Um, I got a package in the mail from New York city and it was an autographed picture of Wolverine signed by Hugh Jackman. And I was like, okay, this is fake. This is like, like I was literally (laughs) Googling, I was Googling the address. Like, where is this address? I was Googling Hugh Jackman's signature. Like, is this really his signature? And it did turn out to be like in, uh, you know, an agency in New York City. It was his signature, and I can't remember verbatim right now, but it says something like uh, to Logan, a, a real to the real superhero, something of that nature. And I'm like, where the hell did this come from? Right No clue where it came from. And I, I don't know if it was before that or after that, Derek had sent me, You'll get it. You'll get a kick out of this. This is how much I know about that type of industry. He sent me uh, like three or four autographed pictures from Stan Lee. Wow. And I said to my husband, I go, who's Stanley? (laughs) He goes, honey, it's Stan Lee. And I go, yeah, Stanley. That's how, you know, stupid I was. But anywho. Uh, and, and the irony is that my son's neurosurgeon is obsessed with Stanley. So I gave him one of the posters and then we nice. used a couple for fundraisers. But come to find out, Derek connected with Hugh Jackman. Wow. And, wow. And, and had him send that. And what really uh, gave me the warm and fuzzies was that like, I had to pull it out of him. Really? Like, I had to piece it together and pull it out of him he didn't be like, Hey, did you get the picture? I sent you a huge Like he wasn't, you know, wasn't, right. you know, gloating about it. And I just thought that was, that was really cool. That was a really, you know, human thing to do without wanting, you know, notoriety or credit for it. So shout out there.
1: Right. Well, that that's definitely a Hoffman type of yeah. Uh, yeah. I got, thought that was really cool. Yeah. He's, he's good people. He's, he's really, mm-hmm. you know, he's a friend of mine. We're We're kind of, we're kind of <laughs> friends. Little bit. I just remember, I just remember in,
0: in middle school, actually, he used to call me Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix. I just, yeah, he called me Jimmy all the time.
1: That's random. Nice I know. I know. Isn't that, we used to be <laughs> so like, before he left, we were always so together. We were together so often that people would come up to us and go, where's the other one? Like if you were looking for Derek and saw me, <laughs> You'd be like, where is Derek? I'm like, I'm not his keeper, I don't know, right. Like, I have yeah. no idea where Derek went. He walked away, he went that way. We we're at like a he, he went to the
0: bathroom.
1: Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> he may have gone pee. I didn't want to go with him because it's weird, like, we don't, we're not that close, like, we're not, I don't have to hold his hand to go pee. He's okay, <laughs> but I remember that, yeah. we'd be in, you know, we'd be in the pit at the school, you know. Jason Panucci DJing. And and next thing you know, it's like someone come up, where'd Derek go? I'm like, cool. I'm right here. Like, hi, how are you? (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, and Derek should be right back. I would assume. I don't know. So, but no, that is, that is definitely a Derek thing. Yeah. Uh, He's as as far as cool jobs go and getting, Oh my gosh. Getting to do fun stuff.
0: Absolutely. Aside,
1: Aside from Bobby. I was going to
0: say
1: that. You run into—I don't run into too many people that are like. I'm like, man, your job sounds more exciting than mine does, because you know, every once in a while, I'll get to interview somebody or meet somebody or find out that Travi McCoy from Gym Class Heroes has connections to Jason Panucci and Jim Heffernan in the Capital Region, which I had no idea. Random. And then I—well, he—he uh, was doing a surprise appearance at a Maroon Five show at Spac few years back and i put it out on facebook i said yo i get to interview travi mccoy does anybody have any questions they want me to ask him uh today panucci hits me up and goes ask him if he remembers recording in the bathroom at my apartment in gilderland and i go well okay so i get up the spec we meet th- we meet up with the record rep uh I meet Travis, who by the way is like 6'8. I had no idea he was that tall. He is a, a, an enormous human. Um, and I go, You know, you know, PJ Katz? And he just looks at me like, Why do you know that name? And I go, Because Katz wants to know if you remember uh, recording in his bathroom in Gilderland. And he looked at me and just like completely blank faced, just like, Holy shit, how do you know? And I go, He's like, How do you know Katz? And I'm like, I went to high school with him, he used to play basketball with him, DJed all our stuff. And he was like, dude, I used to come because he's, uh, Travi is from much further north New York, like up near the border.
2: Okay.
1: Um, and he's like, dude, I used to come down all the time to the capital region. And, uh, cause there was a big hip hop scene down here and sure, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of underground, but not really, um, so he used to come down for shows and to do like open mic stuff and, and what have you, and got to know cats and Jim Heffernan and, and a few other people that I know. And he was just like, Oh my God. And then from there, it was like me and Travi were buddies because we knew Panucci.
0: You had that commonality. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: But it was, that was really good. Then he came back to do a live at five and I got a picture of me holding him like a baby. <sighs> <laughs> And I, like I said, he's an enormous uh, human. He's like, do you think you can funny. hold me? I'm like, sure as hell try. Just if I drop oh, you before God. your show, I don't know how that's going to go, but whatever. But, uh, so my original point was, Hoffman has one of those cooler jobs than... <laughs>
0: but but let's talk about JP now too, because um, him and his wife, you know, are, are very strong supporters of Logan. They followed, you know, and, and shout out to JP too. He's still doing his music thing, man. He's rocking it. Oh, yeah. But, um. They had tickets to, I forget the name of the show, and I'm so sorry about the case, and I forget, but they gave they gave me tickets to uh, a Christian rock band at the Times Union Creed? Center. Was it Creed? No, it wasn't <laughs> Creed. It was a real Christian rock band. <laughs> Creed is not in that category for me. Um, and my husband and I went, and we just had a blast. It was during, uh, right after Logan's treatment or during his outpatient treatment, and I just thought that was so nice of her to think of me, um, you know, so it's just, the community that Colony has is, is amazing, regardless oh, if you still live in Colony, right? Like it's right. just still, and, and regardless if like, cause I, I mean, I never hung out with Derek, right? I never hung out with <laughs> JP, like I we all knew each other, but I never,
2: right.
0: you know, yeah, but it's, it's just that sense of community, especially now, with obviously social media, but with what we're all doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like uh, there's a handful of us, and there may be more, and I just don't know that are making shit happen in our 40s. Right. You know, yeah. I can't believe I just said that we're in our 40s.
2: But, anyhow, uh, <laughs> it happens. We're,
1: well, I mean, <laughs> not, for what it's worth, we're actually on the backside of our 40s. Uh, uh, sorry sorry it's not like we're 42 well,
0: let's, and well <laughs> hey i mean this is the 76 episode episode right so
1: uh, you know what that's really ironic babies. look at that 76 we're all pretty much we're all born in 70 wow hmm. look at us we're this is the bicentennial i
0: used to think i was just gonna say that i was just gonna say that we I, mean, I used to think it was so cool that i was born in the bicentennial year like who gives a shit
1: yeah, you know how long it took me to figure that out. Like, I was like, "Who cares? Why does it matter that I was born in the 200th year of our country? So What? <laughs> does that matter?
0: Um, what does
1: that mean for me? What is that?
0: Right. What, is, what? do I get out of
1: this deal? Yeah. What? Not to be selfish, but let's be selfish. What do I get out of it? Let's that? talk about nothing? me.
0: Right, yeah,
1: right. I got nothing. Right. I, no right. one cares. we know, it's so, it's funny that so you, so let's go ahead. It's funny that you say that though, because, um. A lot of, you kind of, it's funny how life comes full circle like that, where it's like, this isn't even your quote unquote inner circle that you ran with in in middle school, high school acquaintances that you had. We all knew each other. We may not have all been, Mm -hmm. we were all acquaintances. We might not have all been friends, but as we got older, you, again, you put all that other dumb stuff aside and you're like, dude, like what the hell?
0: Going back to what matters, right? Yeah. Going back to being grateful. Like what really matters in life?
1: Helping each other out, supporting each other. Um, I know like with Jay and his wife, I, I got, I did the, uh, we did a basketball game a few years ago at the high school and it was like the Veter I think it was Veter elementary staff first, whatever. Like I think the two Mm -hmm. two of the middle school or the two of the elementary school played each other and I am seated and Jay's wife was involved in it. And, uh, It was, I think every year, because it had, it, it, it revolved around uh, Chrissy Loopy, Phil's sister who passed away. Yep. Yep. And um, one of the recipients of like the the donations or whatever that year was Michelle Sfara, Michelle Brooks.
2: Yep.
1: And going through what she went through with, uh, with her son yep. as well. And I went, yep. dude, I heard about that. And I said, I want to be involved in this. Like, I don't know how much I can do or what I can do, but at least let me volunteer my services of what I'm good at yeah to help out and to make it a little bit more interesting or fun for the people that come instead of just normal play-by-play like basket by you know Mr. blah 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 like Mm -hmm. although um I found out that the sound system in the mug is not that great was it was bad I like I was out on the court like making announcements doing stuff and people eight rows nine rows up in the in the bleachers couldn't hear what I was saying I was like we got to do something about the sound system in here I was like this is This is bad, but no. So
0: Michelle, Michelle and I have a bond now, obviously. Uh, Patrick and Logan went through treatment together. Okay. And there's actually, it's so funny when I told her I was writing the book, she's like, you need to put in there that time. So there was a day that a cold blue was called on her son. Oh. And for those that don't know what a cold blue is, it's basically like, Everybody bum rushes to make sure they save this person's life. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if he was having seizures. I, I I don't remember, but I just remember and be a little graphic here. I was pumping. I was still, you know, pumping for my son. Mm-hmm. Breath milk. I was in the middle of pumping and I hear this loud, horrendous scream. I'm like, what the hell? And I look at my husband, he's like, I don't know. And I'm pumping and I hear it again. And I was like, I just knew it was Michelle. So oh. I stopped what I was doing. I ran in the hallway. She ran out of her room and, and our rooms were right next to each other at that time. And I was like, what's going on. And then and, and you see all these, I'm getting right now talking about it. Cause it's just, it's so surreal to go through that. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, and she'll tell you like that I hel- I really helped her that day. And it just, and I don't say that to, to blow on myself by any means. Right. I just say it because that's, that's the bond that you have with somebody. So I remember her, her like freaking out, like Patrick's on a cold blue. And it's like, I'm like, okay, what do you need to do? do you have to go to work? Do we need to call somebody? Do we need to call your husband? What, what do you need to do? And I just right. was trying to just center her and say, okay, I got you. He's fine. And and he was fine. But I, from I, Logan's never had a cold blue called, So kudos, Michelle for dealing. That's, oof, I can't even imagine.
1: Mm-mm. No, That was some
0: scary ass shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I, I can imagine. And it's funny too, cause you're like not to be braggadocious, nothing. it you, There's nothing, you know, it's, Nothing being said today is to brag about anything we've done for anything, anybody. But at the same time, not, you, know, you don't have a whole lot of friends that are going through similar situations. So, right. you know, it was, again, everything happens for a reason. You were there 100%. right next door yeah. to her. And we're there yeah. to help her kind of yep. bring her back and go, listen, let them do their job we need to calm you down and focus right. you not that i don't know as i and i say that as someone that has never had to go through any of this okay right. yeah.
0: yeah i mean yeah how do you calm down i can't even
1: yeah like how do you calm someone down from you know their son is in But yeah the she room. she
0: and i became close you know even to this day i could just call her right now upset and she'd answer like we have just got you know you have that bond with somebody and again michelle and i never hung out in school Right. Like we were never not, we were never not friends, but
1: we were never,
0: you know,
1: it wasn't, you guys weren't in the same circle. Yeah.
0: It just, I, it's just, it's just so seen. surreal <laughs> how it all happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, again, um, for the re you know, everything happens for a reason. And, uh, you right. can, can say that we, we can come back to that almost on everything that goes on because, Sure. You know, with, with, with the stuff that I'm doing right now with Matt, like him and I lost contact for better part of two decades, maybe, sure. you know, um, or maybe less than that, but it was still like maybe 15 years, something like that. And once he got on social and I found him and, or he found me, so we started reconnecting and, and like when we get together it, or when we got back together, it was like right where we left off and yep. to, to. I mean, him and I were part of the same circle in high school. We were friends. I've known him since I was four, um, yep. and I have the awful pictures to prove it of me and him at a parade. <laughs> he was just—I don't know—I don't remember what he was wearing, but I know my mom put a big ass white bucket hat on me, and he sent me that, that picture. He sent me that picture. I was like, "That was nice of my mom to put me in that hat. Awesome." Um, <laughs> Thanks, mom. But you know that that connection's always been there, and and for me to. Sure. For everything to come back and and to go, hey man, I'm gonna start this thing and I want you to be a part of it. And I was like, All right, what are we doing? I mean, he he could have followed up with, oh, we're robbing a bank. And I'd have been like, cool, I guess we're going to prison. All right. <laughs> I didn't think I wanted I thought I was too old in life to do that, but uh, here we are. Let's go. Figured this was something we would do when we were 18, not, not now. <laughs> but um, but no, it's it's funny how things they they do. Everything, everybody is put in your life for a reason, whether it was when we were younger and coming up and we made the connections with these people. And, and then you find out how good of people really are, you know, you, you see what they, they've grown up into and Michelle yes. messaged me. I got, I didn't even respond to her cause she sent me like 20 songs. She wants me to do an episode on the music we grew up on.
0: Oh, she's been, i she's been posted in that Facebook group. She's, she's yeah. hysterical. It was JJ like, bad. It, yeah,
1: JJ Fad. I'm like, <laughs> i I did not listen to Supersonic. I'm sorry.
0: There and, was another one that she posted I never even heard before.
1: Yeah. Uh, First of all, I didn't realize that JJ Fad had anything else but Supersonic. I thought it was that was the only song. And then I went, and I was brought back to it only because Eminem mentions JJ Fad in one in his Rap God song. He goes lyrics oh coming gosh, at you, supersonic speed. JJ Fad then goes into his really really fast thing. Um. JJ, oh, she sent me JJ fed supersonic. She's like podcast, possible topic, old school, fun music. We used to listen to. And I'm like, yeah, I'm do, I'm down with that. Like I'll, I'll get to that cool. topic. I will, I will get there. Um, she sent me brand new slow slowed down special ed. I got it made. Oh, I don't even know what this just says. Audio to top bill original version. I, I just
0: remember that. Rob Bass and Kid and Play from our eighth grade dances. Oh,
1: God. Kid and Play, Kid and Play. <laughs> it was like that was like, you know what's crazy is I just
2: <clears throat>
1: this is going to be bad. Um, I just downloaded to the extreme on my phone Vanilla Ice's album. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I got to do this, uh, mostly because I, I I like making fun of Matt for some of the stuff. Like if you notice at the end of the podcast that him and I did, I played Cool as Ice. Oh, that's um, funny. He was like the only person I know that actually watched that movie and loved the movie. Song. Cool as Ice. Oh yeah, Vanilla Ice had a had a movie called Cool as Ice. Oh, apparently <laughs> mm. I missed that one. Yeah, drop that zero and get with the hero. That was like his <laughs> big line, and I was like, that is awful. Um, just so bad, so cheesy. Oh um, my. But yeah, Matt had this, he loved that song, Cool as Ice, Too Legit to Quit, that dude. And I think it was because we were Deion Sanders fans when we were younger, and Deion Sanders was yeah. on the Yeah. And uh, so, like, and I, I mentioned in the, in the in our last podcast that he and I did the last episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, it's only two hours and 20 minutes of your time that you'll never get back. Um, I said to him, I go, a lot of times when I'm doing these these clinics or camps, uh, then now I've stopped calling them that they're HHG events. I play songs in there to get him to break character because Matt is so focused because he's doing the instructional part of these, you sure. know, he's teaching these kids drills to do and to make them better hitters. And I'm going, yeah, okay. Well, you do that. while I play MC hammer too legit to quit. <laughs> so good luck. But one of the Gene best, <laughs> guys, right, he is, he's like, and I mentioned this, I said, I, you're like the undertaker. When he was in character, mm-hmm. people always try to get got him to break character because it was he took that kayfabe shit so serious, not breaking character. That's who he was. He was the dead man,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Halleck on the baseball field teaching these kids, and it's good for those kids and the people that are paying him to teach their kids that he's on it. Here, here, here's D coming up trying to cause trouble. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're we're gonna throw a wrench in that system. Cool as ice. Now Genevieve Casey, uh, Nicole's oh, daughter yeah. she however does not have that laser focus that Matt has. so I played you were at the you were at the one we did at West Albany yeah. last year. I, I played <laughs> I played new kids and she <laughs> legitimately stopped she her starts drill. Dancing. she was at the T. She just stopped her drill and looked over at me and gave me like a thumbs up like yes, you're playing new kids and I was like. <laughs> I feel so bad that your mother is. A, I'm. I feel so bad that your mother has affected you this deeply that you're a New Kids fan. But, but as I got older, I started to appreciate the New Kids on the Block as well.
0: So. She, uh, Nicole, and I have a good relationship now, and I call Genevieve my spirit animal.
1: Oh, she she's is just
0: crazy. she's a mini me. Like she's just her energy is like insane, and she'll just stop and dance anywhere she is. That's
1: how I was yes. when I was a kid. I love her. Nothing wrong with that. It makes perfect sense now that she's involved with the ballet stuff that she's doing, which is awesome. Oh, she's, she's doing awesome. She's yeah. doing awesome. The ballerina softball player. And then, uh, ironically. Well-rounded girl. Very. That's, that, that, that is awesome. And then I guess yeah. Matt and Jeff actually played each other in college and neither one of them remember each other. That's too funny. I don't know how you could yeah, forget it's just, Jeff. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Matt, how many people did you play against in college? that were six, six. Right. Like a a giant, giant person. Did you, did you come across that often?
0: Yeah. And he's a great guy too. He's
1: mm -hmm. a good guy. Yeah. yeah, It's just crazy
0: how everything comes full circle. Everybody's so supportive. Like we've actually, so Jeff works at the Thunder. Yep. So we've done Logan Strong Foundation events there. Um, Logan's dropped the puck at oh. games up there uh, they actually just had the hockey fights cancer night and mm-hmm. Gene- Genevieve wrote Logan's name on the ice
2: yep I saw that. so
0: it's just it's just nice that you know in the middle of Logan's treatment we decided to start the Logan strong foundation. Like my kid is still fighting cancer and, right. Oh, let me just start a foundation to help other people. Cause I got nothing else to do, <laughs> but I just, because it, it was just so raw and so real and, and going through it, I realized, you know, there's great organizations we have locally, but there was things that were missing that I wanted right. to be able to help with. And it's just who I am. You know, I, I've always just kind of given back um, in, in some way, shape or form and I, I just went with it and you know selfishly partially capitalized on my child obviously right. to but in a in a good way to raise awareness
2: right
0: and you know i like i said i i'm i i'm, I'm an independent benefits consultant with aflac and you know all of those synergies putting me on this path mm-hmm. and never knew anything about childhood cancer until I started working for working with Aflac. And then it came full circle and they helped me. And I was like, kids get cancer.
1: Right. Right.
0: What? How yeah. does this happen? And That's,
1: yeah. And it it's something that you never really think of happening. No. Well, I don't know. I, mean, I,
0: was, I was just telling some of the moms here, um, like I said, I'm at, at this retreat with a bunch of uh, moms that have special needs children, whether it be autism, uh, neurological. There's all different. Like I'm learning stuff that I'm like that that exists. I had no clue. But you know, one of the things that the Logan Strong Foundation did with Albany Med is we installed cell phone charging stations in three different areas in the hospital. Because I remember the day Logan was diagnosed. Like you think you're just going in for a doctor visit and then straight, you know, straight to pick you and we're keeping your kid here indefinitely. And it's like, okay, I've got no clothes. I've got no cell phone charger. Like you have to call people to tell them what's going on. Right. So so one of the first things we did when we raised enough money was to install a cell phone charging station in the pediatric emergency room. We installed a cell phone charging station in D7, which is the wing where the kids get their chemo. Mm-hmm. and in the Melody Center, which is where the kids get their outpatient chemo. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just try to help and we're just, we're trying to, you know, give back more. We can only do so much. It's, it's, a, it's a sticky situation because A, HIPAA, right? And B, like these families are going so much, they're focused on their kids' treatment. So we want to help them, but it's got to be, you know at a certain distance and we have to kind of figure it out without talking to them because they're right. already overwhelmed with what they're going through right. so you know we do as a matter of fact and and i hooked i connected matt with the City valley cats because we do a childhood cancer awareness night there oh year. nice so i was able to connect matt with the gm matt at the valley cats so they're matt trying Callahan. to work on something yep Yep. He
1: he told me so, he was talking to him, and I was like, "Oh, make sure you tell them that you know me too, because all the first pitches that I've done, this is yeah. before Matt became the GM. He was the guy handing like I got to know him through the radio station. So I'm like, "Oh
0: wow,
1: I'm like, "Oh, wow, you're Matt, going back too? Yeah. So I'm like, tell Matt that you know me. He knows who D Scott is. Yeah, because yeah. we used to I, I go out there and because we get to do the first pitch every once in a while, and then like in between innings, host a trivia game or or whatever yep. it may be, and Matt was my, we connection. have,
0: we have, um, childhood cancer awareness night at the Joe on Sunday, June 26th. Oh, okay. So, nice. so keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm the type of person and I said it earlier, you know, the busier I am, the more I get done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I try to work full time. I think I work part time. Uh, you know, I've got the foundation, uh, I wrote a book, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know man, you know who does that and then managing <laughs> managing Logan is a full time job in itself between you know therapies and doctor appointments and, right. and whatnot you know so that <clears throat> and that's that's a lot of that's in the book too and you know we all we all have our own struggles we all can handle so much and it's like just do your best do what you can you know, get up and try every day. And I think people forget the simple feeling you can give another person just by shooting a text message. you be like, hey, thinking about you.
1: Mm-hmm. hundred percent. This is the second podcast in a row that that has been mentioned. Uh, Matt and I talked about that. Yep. Because him and I have had our struggles with uh, mental health stuff. Yep that we detailed now, well, not really detailed, detailed, but. No, but you mentioned it.
0: And I think that's great that you guys were able to talk about that.
1: Yeah, no, it was. And, and obviously everybody gets through their stuff their own way. Um, but it's amazing how much a simple text, just a hello. Hey, how are you? Can do for people. Matt sent me one not that long ago, just, hey, good morning, buddy. Have a great Sunday or Saturday or whatever it was. And I was like, first of all, don't text me at fucking seven o'clock in the morning on the weekend. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, I, bro, I sleep. I don't know what you do, Dracula, but I sleep. Uh no, but it was I read that and I remember looking at my girlfriend, and I w- I didn't get like filled up, but I filled up a little bit because it was like um, my male friends don't Aww. do that. my male friends don't do that. They just, you know, like the dance dads, and I love my dance dads to pieces they are brothers of mine but if one of them were to text me in the morning like hey buddy how you know hope you have a great day my response to them would not be the same as it was to Matt like I can tell you that right now you know it was
0: yeah I I have one girlfriend that's the same way with me like just random hey have a good day right I'm like and I'm like you I'm like what the and I'm like oh she's so sweet yeah I didn't really (laughs) get out of your head Jen like you're annoying me, but you're annoyingly sweet and I appreciate you and I love you and, you know, it reminds me that I need to do that more often too. Like I think we all do.
1: Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Although when I read Matt's text, I didn't go, oh, he's so sweet. That would have been weird. But I, did, I just went, oh. like, but I did, oh, I did have like an <laughs> awe moment. You know, it was just. felt like, it. Yeah. I was like, uh, he, because he didn't need to do that. Like it was just like, and it was completely unexpected and then I was just like oh awesome and I had to write back you too buddy like you too man love you you know right I, you know, I tell my male friends that I love them some of them some of them it's not received as well as you know others mm-hmm. um I was like calm down man just settle down all right let's not like that it's just but I do like all in all the right. dance dads I love them they're like I said That's they're a, like a, yeah they're like a family to me they're they're the brothers that I never, you know, I'm a single child, I'm, I'm an only child, I'm a single child, like that's a single parent thing, that came out, I, I'm a
0: single child
1: too, yeah, I'm, I'm an only child, <laughs> me too, <laughs> right, <laughs> so, I'm a single child, we're all single children, we might have other people in our, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, unless you're a Siamese twin, but that's I love not, the that's, random shit that
0: comes out of your mouth.
1: Yeah. You ought to try dealing with me on a daily basis. My girlfriend's like, "What?" Bless, I was
0: just going to say, God bless your girlfriend <sighs>
1: She's and your mother. Best. Well, my mom doesn't deal with the random shit so much. Um, my girlfriend does, right. I'm pretty sure that at some point in my life, I think I developed adult ADHD, but uh, who knows? Whatever. Um, it is what it is. Um, but no, it's, some of them, it's not it, so, but no, I, you know, I think we should normalize doing that too. I mean, there are obviously the, the masculine things that men are supposed to have, but there's nothing wrong with telling your friends that you love them. Mm-hmm. I you agree. I, I don't, I don't find anything weird about that. There's no Everybody reason.
0: wants to feel wanted or needed.
1: That's for and the most part.
0: You know, if Sometimes you're going throughout, True, sure. but if you're <laughs> going throughout your day, yes, there are days that you just want to shut everything down. But if you're, you know, you're out and about one day and you're like, oh, that shirt reminds me of so-and-so, like, take a picture of it and send it to him. Right. You know, like, hey, thinking about you, everybody just wants to know that somebody cares.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. You
0: know, And then, and, and, you know, mental health aside, well, included, really, when we were going through everything with Logan, like, it was just really me taking care of him. My husband had to go to work. Right. You know, if we were living in the hospital, yes, I had the doctors and nurses, but it was still always just me. Right. And it was so lonely. And it's like I used to joke and I still to this day, I'm like going through this journey with my son living in the hospital, going through a cancer diagnosis would be a great reality show if it wasn't for HIPAA. (laughs) Right. Right. Like if you could see what these families go through on a daily basis. I feel that more people would be more grateful for what they have.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, and I would, and I would like to hope that people would get that. Um, I don't really yes, have any faith. Hopefully. I don't have, I don't have much faith in humanity. I
0: don't,
1: I don't. Humanity itself. I don't, itself, I don't. You, people there. There is a line from men in black that I quote all the time because uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are sitting on a bench and Will Smith is like, why don't we just tell everybody that there are aliens, that aliens exist? He's like, people are smart. People can handle it. And Tommy Lee Jones says, a person is smart. People are just a bunch of scared animals who have no idea what's going on. And that's kind of how I feel. Like, I, I have faith in individuals. Mm-hmm. People is, in general scare me. Like, I don't have a lot of faith in people. I have faith in individual peoples. But that's just me. Um, but I think I and, I, and I, I couldn't I don't disagree with what you're saying. I didn't want it to come across that way. I think no, you're fine. if you're if you're sitting, you know, to sit and watch a show like that and go, Jesus, like this is what these people have had to deal with for how many, however long a period of time it mm-hmm. would be um, for years on end. And then, you know, you would like to think that someone would make that and kind of look inward and go, look at all the stuff that I have that and that yeah. I haven't had to deal with. And for one, be thankful that you haven't had to deal with that. That's not for everybody. Right. right. You know, I, I couldn't handle that. I would I say I couldn't handle that if the, the situation presented itself with my kids, different situation. But I know right now I couldn't handle that.
0: No. And, and you don't know what you can handle until it's thrown at you. I mean, I remember going through treatment with Logan. There was another little boy uh, just a month older than him that the parents were never there. Ugh. And it was the most heartbreaking thing to witness. I mean, the nurses were literally carrying this kid around. Right. The parents were never there. And just the difference. And my son's doctors tell us this all the time that, you know, part of the reason, if not most of the reason Logan is here today is because of mine and my husband's beliefs. Mm -hmm. Like the worst case scenario was not an option, like figure that shit out. Right. And this child, he's, he's still alive, but he's still, he still has issues. I don't, I don't believe this child sits up on his own, nonetheless, walks, talks Mm. or eats. And, (sighs) you know, a lot of it is, you know, they say God doesn't give you what you can't handle. And as much as I'm going to have a conversation with that man, when I meet him, I, I, I don't disagree. Right. You know, it's, you know, going back to everything happens for a reason and things are put in your path for a reason. It, it sucks. I'll be the first person to admit that, you know, what we're going through is the shittiest thing on the planet, but he's here. He's amazing. He's smart. He's. Adorable, thank God. He's got better <laughs> hair than all of us. <laughs> um But you know, it's it's the little things that just bring such a smile. I was just telling one of the moms here today too. I posted something on Facebook a few weeks ago. Logan put a baseball hat on for the first time. Like mm. he would let me put a ba- so wear a winter hat, no problem. But a baseball hat, he wanted nothing to do it. And he wore it, and he was so cute. And he kept saying "hat" and looking in the mirror. And I took a picture and I posted it. And everybody's like, oh, so cute, blah, blah, blah. And then this one woman was like, be careful what you wish for. My 15-year-old hasn't taken his hat off for two weeks. It took everything in me not to respond to this person. And I'm like, why? Why? Why?
1: Um, A lot of times people will comment on things without really thinking about anything. Uh, which is mm. also that I have this real big love hate relationship with uh, with social media in general. I think it's great for the great things that we've accomplished, getting yep. getting everyone back together, um, yep. and finding each other and going. Holy shit, you're still in the area, woo! Yep. You know, helping us spread the word about things that we're doing, um, sharing yes. our sharing our lives and our journeys, and and you know the stuff that our kids are doing and and accomplishing. And then there's those other people that just kind of go, eh, this is what I, and that's a that's a not thinking about what you're dealing with and just, that's a selfish comment for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, mm, my son hasn't done this. Well, for the first five years of my son's life, he wouldn't put a baseball hat on. So go fuck yourself. Yeah.
0: I Oh, trust me. I typed <laughs> a response a few times and then I just kept leading it. I was like, I can't, I can't engage. I can't do it.
1: No, one, of the best things it you can, one of the best things you can do is to type out your response and then delete it because get, yeah. it gets it out of you.
0: You get it out and then boom, it's over. Right, yeah, yeah, I agree. I
1: said it. Yeah. I said what I needed to say. I and
0: said it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But then you also have, you know, those internet trolls. Well, right? a- that's all they do is sit on there and, and who, can I, who can I piss off today or who can I, you know, show my agenda to?
1: Are ridiculous no never understood that not even a little bit uh because i'm just like man what do, you, what don't you have going on in your world or
0: well, hey who the hell has time for that shit like i don't right. have time to just
1: you know right well yeah but jen you don't have time for anything anyway you've got enough going on
0: <laughs> hey you know, so, i took time for myself to go away this weekend
1: that is true which i am first and foremost i'm extremely grateful for you to take some time out of your weekend away to chat with me
0: Oh, I, promise, I promise. My weekend.
1: I promise I'm going to read your book. I swear to God, i <laughs> I just, you know, it takes me a minute to get to a book. It's okay. <laughs> I like looked at it, and even Matt and my I always warn convers- people:
0: you need, you need, you need a box of tissues, and if you're a drinker, a bottle of wine. Oh
1: uh, Jesus! Uh, <laughs> great.
0: A friend, a friend of mine just texted me. He's in. He's in Florida, actually. um, Rob Saba, he's the director of of development at the Albany Med Foundation. He and I do a lot of work together. He just texted me a picture of himself reading my book at the pool, and it just happened to be chapter four. And that's chapter four was actually the last chapter I wrote because it was Logan's diagnosis day. Oh. And I don't remember a lot uh, just because it was such a whirlwind, but it's also obviously very traumatic, so a lot Mm. of PTSD in that chapter. So that was the chapter, I don't know if you remember, I out, I kind of outsourced on social media. I asked for people like what they remembered and my editor had me help uh, write that chapter. But he just texted me a picture of chapter four. I was like, ooh, I hope you have a drink in your hand and some <laughs> tissues. And that's the roughest chapter.
1: Good so to know. Like, because, yeah. because if I'm <laughs> drinking and reading, I'm not even going to remember your book. So because- <laughs> doesn't go well it's hard for me to it, it hard it's hard to get me to read as it is which was the yep. conversation that matt and i had and was like
0: yeah
1: i have never said all these words in a sentence together yep i
0: heard that i yep. have
1: said all of these words but i can't read the way i can't wait to read the book and matt was like you're gonna read a book and i was like shut up like yes i'm gonna it's not a comic book or you know picture book <laughs> there are
0: there are there is pretty artwork but it's not a picture book
1: Great. So words, I got. I got to read words. Awesome. Yes, all together. <laughs> no, I'm. I am. I. I will read it, and I am actually looking forward to reading the book. In anyway. those that again, that it, it takes a lot for me to say those words together in one sentence, so that it all makes sense.
0: Well, I'm. I'm interested to to hear your feedback because Nicole Safara, Nicole Casey, uh, she was one of my secret readers in the beginning. And she's obviously been by my side since, you know, since day one, since Floga was diagnosed. But even she said, being a secret, you know, pre-reader, she's like, I was, you know, I knew a lot of your journey. She goes, but there's a lot more in here right? that, you know, because, you know, I've shared the good, bad, and the ugly from day one. Mm -hmm. But there's things that I reveal in the book that I've never told to anybody. And there's things in there that are just, raw and in your face like this is me this is how i feel this is what i've been through you don't like it i don't know what to tell you
1: right well i mean i am i'm thinking anyone that's a reading your book for on a personal level or that that has known you on a personal level um shouldn't be too surprised by that and i think that's one of the best things you can do that i've always found is to be as real as possible and to be yourself yep. especially and especially in a book like that like, and if people don't like it that's that's kind of silly like that, then you, you probably have no business reading the book to begin with yep. um, but I think just just the realness alone would um, would help that book be a success. I mean writing the book is a success for you. Um,
0: yeah that I actually as a matter of fact it just came up in my Facebook memories yesterday. Yesterday, one year ago, I went on a retreat with a girlfriend, and my goal—it was just an overnight trip, actually—to Cooperstown. Um, and my goal was to write my table of contents for my book. One nice. year ago yesterday, wow. So I did, and then I hooked up with an editor. She helped me do a timeline, the entire thing, and I—I I pretty much wrote wrote the book within, you know, six to eight months between editing, design. Wow. You know, just, just, I mean, in my, in, in, in my defense, well, and, you know, I would say a quarter of my book was already written because I do have my blog posts. So that helped. Right. But I mean, I highly encourage so many people are like, you a book. like, how long did it take you? What'd you do? And I'm like, just do it. Right. Just do it. Right. You know, block an hour of your time, you know, every couple of days, like it's, again, the busier I am, the more I get done. So that's, that's, that's
1: how I did it. I think too, a lot of people, and, and I'm, I'm guilty of doing this is getting get in our own way. Like, oh, I could never do that. Or you start kind of weighing out all the negative things or the bad things that could happen. So right. you don't, you don't try to, you don't take that leap, um, mm-hmm. uh, with creativity, with like creative stuff, writing, um, coming up with ideas to do stuff one of my favorite things to do is just sit with people and brainstorm like when matt was like we're gonna have a brainstorming call i love brainstorming i'm gonna throw 37 things at you that you're gonna shake your head at but the one thing and it's somewhere in there there's gonna be a little nugget of stuff that we can do i used to do it at the station all the time we would have brainstorming meetings and they would like the people that were in those meetings were looking at me like why did we invite you to this because who
0: is this guy? Does he work here?
1: Like, why is, well, and, and it was like, what are you saying? And I'm like, let me get there. Let me work through all the ridiculous ideas that I'm going right. to have to get you to the one smart thing that I'm going to say that, that we're going to run with. And it happened, yep. with, it happened with the Jonas brothers where we had the love bug at the Jonas Brothers show. So we dressed up one of our promotions guys in a, in a, like a uh um, ladybug costume. Ladybug. And people, walked around and took pictures with people. We did this, I did the same thing where I said a bunch of random shit about Ariana Grande. And then I was like, what if we got a pig costume, called him Piggy Smalls, Ariana Grande's pet pig. She has a pot belly pig named Piggy Smalls. We get, a, I was like, can we get a pig costume, just so-and-so up in that and have him walk around. We'll take pictures, put a, put a shirt, a station shirt on him and take pictures with fans. And they're like, that's great. I was like, see, you just had to let me get there. But, but <laughs> I mean, we're going to get past all the hookers and blow. Let me guess the the
0: big H uh, H G medallion was no, your idea was too.
1: Me. That was not me. That was all Matt. That was all Matt. Okay. Right. Um, but what my, my my point was is when people, if you start writing, you're going mm-hmm. to find all of a sudden the ideas really start coming out because once okay. you open that creative that creative gate in your mind. You're like, holy crap, I'm a lot more creative than I thought I was. Or you're going to find mm-hmm. out that you probably shouldn't write a book. One of the two things are going to happen. <laughs> right. You can still write but, a but book. But that goes back, you, that you goes back to write, my point,
0: though, too, is, is if, you know, when you're out and about and you see a t-shirt reminds you of somebody, just send them a picture and do it, right? Like, if, if you right. think of something, just do it. Get out of your own damn way.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%.
0: If you're like, oh, crap, I need to go put the dishes away and you just sit there for another hour, well, just just go do it just get it done like yeah. I, that's that's how i am like i'm just very like if it's gonna take me less than five minutes to do it and it pops in my brain i just do it well, otherwise i'll just procrastinate and it'll just sit there and i'll get more like I, that's not how i roll that's just i get my I
1: own way all the time with stuff and then i'm just like if i had just done this a it would be over and b it really wasn't that bad
0: exactly exactly like,
1: you know, I give Matt all the credit in the world for cold calling some of these places that he's doing. And then next thing you know, he's like, oh, this happened. They said yes to this. We're doing this. We got that. And I'm like.
0: Because at the end of the day, what's the worst that can happen?
1: Well, they can say is no. Right. And they don't know who you are. So it's what not no about? to
0: Exactly. It's not no to you. It's no to the conversation. It's, right. But you know what? A no doesn't mean no. It means not right now.
1: Oh, 100%. Hundred and percent. That's
0: my sales. That's my sales brain kicking in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you damn salespeople!
0: I know. I know. I'm good at my job, though.
1: Good at my job. You you have proven to the world that you are pretty much good at whatever you decide that you're going to do, and I I give you all the credit in the world for everything that you, you, you have done, and I'm going to let try. you give. I'm going to let you back to your 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 mom's retreat, and uh,
0: um we forgot to mention somebody that you promised you were going to mention today and this person actually coined the hashtag strong as fog for me so thank you greg half
1: there we go oh my god that's right greg i t- you know what see it was like a week you're ago. welcome it was like a week ago <laughs> that greg posted that and uh-huh. so so much has happened in my brain since then that i forgot that i forgot that i promised greg that we would give him a shout out in you, this podcast. You did.
2: Because I remembered.
1: I think now Greg Half's name needs to be mentioned in every podcast I do with anyone from Colony. So anyone from Colony that's on my podcast in the future, you better remember that shit because clearly I'm not gonna.
0: <laughs> but I do. I remember he actually, because, you know, I love the F word <laughs> and it's, it's all over my book. And he coined the hashtag Strongest fog. I was like, I like that.
1: That is good. I do like that. So yeah. props, props to Greg who needs to get up here in J- J- July. For uh, is it July? Yeah, I think it's July.
0: So, yeah, it's July. <clears throat> third, third week in July,
1: I think. Uh, I think so. I don't know. I don't in even point. know if we're really supposed to talk about it. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> not I'm not gonna say. But but Greg needs. I, to be I up don't here. know. Sometime so, well, this just, year. We put it out there. We put the alumni event out there and the camp that we're doing. Yeah. The event that we're doing at the high school. So um so Greg needs to be here for that I would like to see Derek as well would would love to make that happen um yep some of the others that are out of town I know I think Belle is going to try to make it in Grinny um we got we got the feelers out everywhere and I got a feeling that alumni event's going to be insane that's
0: what Matt was saying
1: I hope it is. And Matt was like, "Dude, I don't really want you DJing the whole thing. I want you." And I was like, "I would rather DJ the whole thing because I, it's where I'm on. Yeah, but 100% you need
0: to enjoy 100%. it.
1: But I will. That's what I enjoy doing. No, like when you I, know. when I get together. Yeah, but you know what? Guys, you and
0: Jay, you and JP, the tag
1: team. I'm not a DJ like JP. I don't even own equipment yet. I'm in the process of buying that right now. All I do is play music. Um, but. I'm. I'm. No, serious. Like when you came to the the one at at West Albany, I was playing everything off my phone. I had the sound right. equipment, and I was playing. I just put together a playlist of all the songs I wanted. Yes. I've gotten to the point now, especially with these these events getting bigger and bigger, I want the ability to pick the songs that are going to play next because in a playlist, right. it's it's just random. And it looks a lot more professional if I have like a DJ set up with you know all that fun stuff as opposed to me just plugging in my phone and <laughs> going like, i was like no so we're, oh. we're in the process of doing all that i'm, I'm working on getting a uh my own laptop because what I'll, all i have is a work one now my own laptop to house my programs and stuff and then a uh a control oh, look at you sorts. growing up yeah only oh, took 45 years um <laughs> but no if jp but that's that was the thing i said when i do this kind of stuff with my friends and we get together and I just play music for them. I enjoy doing that. Like I enjoy being the person that gets the people that are there to go, oh shit, this song. Like that's what I want. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's a really cool feeling. So I'm like, I'll be all right. And I said, and Matt, I'm not gonna be like mixing, mixing. Like wickie, wickie. I'm not DJ Jazzy Jeff. If I need to set up a bunch of songs so that they just play, I'll still be able to mingle. And, you know, see everybody. I was like, but I'm most comfortable and happiest if I'm just providing entertainment for people. And if he lets me tell jokes, it's even better because they're adults. I might be able to curse.
0: <laughs> you gotta wait for the kids to be done
1: with their part yes. first. No, no the, the hitting event is going to be done. Be like, all right, everybody gone. Cool. Fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck.
0: <laughs> I can, I'll help you with that part.
1: Nice. We'll just have like a, like an f bomb session. Like I love it. I like, love it. We can, I had. We can we can actually but, put it under the guy uh, under the disguise of this is therapy. This is therapeutic because we're all adults like now, and we all I have like our it. own shit that we're dealing with. So now's your chance to just let loose and scream. And if you want to yell fuck, yell fuck.
0: My girlfriend. um, came to my book signing and she had already gotten my book at the release. This is my girlfriend that randomly texted me. Hey, have a good day. Love her to death. She's like the perkiest mother ever. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but so she bought, so she's like, I want to buy a book for my mom. She's like, can you, can you sign the book for my mom? And you know, my mother doesn't like the F word. So can you apologize to her? So <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, dear mom, my apologies for the colorful language in this book. However, if you went through what I went through, you would use it too. Love, you know, whatever. So a few days later, she texts me. She's like, "My mother loves your book, and she agrees
1: with the language." <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> awesome. I was like, "Yeah."
2: Yep. All right let's okay. let's
1: give you let's give you the floor to promote anything that you need to um, contact like contact for the Logan Foundation. Uh, where to get your book? All the goods. Yep. All all the stuff you need to.
0: So the book was released on March 8th on Amazon. It's Tiny Miracles, and it comes up under Jennifer Fogg, but it is Jennifer Hendricks Fogg also. And the actual title is Tiny Miracles, A Mother's Journey of Finding Faith Through Childhood Cancer. So I'm super excited. Also available local in Burnt Hills. My girlfriend uh, owns Life Made Simple Boutique. And if you like the F-bomb like, like D&I, you'll see a lot of that in her shop too, which is why we get along. So my book is there and you can have a cup that says the F-bomb too. And I've got my Logan Strong blog. And then I've also got the Logan Strong Foundation. So we've got loganstrongfoundation.org. Let's see what I say. Oh, we have a lacrosse game coming up uh, at SUNY Albany. Uh, lacrosse out cancer. What is They're that? They're donating money uh the 30 29th april end of april
1: that was really Um, confusing
0: what yeah that was really bad it is i want i want to say april 30th if i recall correctly uh april 29th or 30th i don't know i'm so bad and then in june we've got (laughs) it's a lacrosse game it's on our facebook page look it up um June 26th is the Tri-City Valley Cats Childhood Cancer Awareness Night at the Joe. We've partnered with Circle of Champs, Ronald McDonald's House, and Charlie's Light Foundation. And then in September, we've got our annual golf tournament. So I hope that you can come this year. I know that your work schedule is crazy. It's Monday, September 19th at Fairways of Half Moon.
1: Give me, send that to me. In some way, shape, I or form, like in a, in a message, a so, so that I can yeah. remember it. Um, because you know, listen. If things go the way that I hope that they go, it shouldn't be a problem. If awesome. if it's still going and I'm still doing what I'm doing now, I'll just take the day off from work. Um, and I will get and I will be involved or play or what get a team together, something.
0: Yeah, I know. I always tell you. Uh,
1: too late so well and it's tough too because i mean everybody that i play golf with works and it's like eh, they you know they they have their reasons of stuff and i'm like dude i i completely understand it like what are you gonna do um but i'll i'll find a way and if i give them enough notice i should be able to at least be involved play of some kind because you usually do like a scramble so i would need to force them
2: yep yep
1: so Fairways yeah. of Half Moon is great with scrambles. I've done a couple there. We used to do one uh, for childhood di- diabetes. A friend of my friend's son, he used to own Patrick's, or owns Patrick's Pub down in uh,
2: okay.
1: Down in Port Schuyler, Water Elite. It's a beautiful, port- beautiful course. It is, it, it, and it's a fun course. It's a great course for a scramble. I have never played that course by myself well, but I have played it well in scrambles. So I'm more than happy to play Fairways of Half Moon in a scramble. Otherwise... I don't want to play it by myself. It always eats my lunch. Every time I play Every time.
0: (laughs) I'm not a golfer. I just watch. So.
1: I have no idea why it, 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 but that and Orchard Creek, I play Orchard Creek out in Altamont with, uh, with guys from the rate, you know, from the radio slash advertising, uh, world, like John Schaefer and Alan Green and, uh, some other guys. Uh, and it's like, I play there and I don't like playing there, but I play there and I never shoot well. And they just look at me and I'm like, I didn't mean to shoot at 67 today. I didn't mean it. I just sucked. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, you know, but it's fun. I have a good time. I have no business playing with that group of golfers, but I play. And according to Matt, I'm the best golfer he's ever played with. And I'm like, who the fuck are you playing golf with? Oh, shit. <laughs> like, funny. Yikes. Like, you need to step your game up in golf, man. I'm not – I'm average at best. But anyway. Um, so Lacrosse yeah, I game.
0: Just, I just found it. Okay. April 30th at 12 o'clock at the Tom and Mary Casey Stadium at Bob Ford Field at SUNY Albany.
1: Whoa. Yeah, because they couldn't come up with anything shorter to call that. I, no. did, <laughs> I, I went to a bunch of football games with Robin going there. So it was like, and she was cheerleading. So I went to some football games and stuff. And then, but then it's the CefQ arena for basketball. I was like, well, that's much better. That's easier to say. Otherwise I just go to the field. Like,
0: <laughs> right, 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 right.
1: But and no, they're I, playing I,
0: Penn state. So I don't know if anybody's ooh. lacrosse fans. So it's you Albany versus Penn state. So,
1: well, a few things, a, that's a big university. B SUNY's lacrosse team, I believe is pretty good. Their, their lacrosse program has actually been good for a while. Um, it's a Saturday. Awesome to august 30th yeah saturday, saturday at 12th april 30th april, april
0: 30th
1: yeah so get ahead of
0: yourself
1: yeah uh well if it starts with an a i get confused the same with june and july and january i get confused with j months too i'm like yeah, january's in the middle of the summer no it's not i think you
0: did that when you talked to matt last week you you said february instead of march
1: mm, more than likely and he didn't catch it <laughs> so it's fine um <laughs> it, i'd love to say it never happened but it's on tape so you know it's. It's out there for the world to hear. Um, and remind me about that as well. We will definitely make an appearance. I will. Also, um, I'll
0: send you some stuff for sure.
1: Nice. because uh, I like going over to SUNY stuff, especially with my kid going there now. It's fun to be involved. in Oh, awesome. With a, with a college thing. She cheered for the girls team. She got to go to Maine when they won the uh, America East title, which was great for her. And she unfortunately didn't get to go to the NCAA tournament, uh, which oh. – was okay but it would have been a cool experience even though they got beat by like 33 or something like that but um yeah but the girls team is the girls basketball team at SUNY is phenomenal so um but Jen thank you so much for your time
0: thank you I appreciate it
1: thank you for being such an amazing human um and and just sharing your story with the world it takes a lot of guts it takes a lot of guts to do all of that and uh I have nothing but the utmost respect for you not because you're on the other end of this call um and I'm looking at you. I am not just <laughs> it would be freaking rude if I didn't say if I was like man eh, I don't really believe this but no it, it's
0: <laughs> no I know you do and I I really appreciate you know anytime I just reach out hey can you help me with this you're right on it. So I I really appreciate all your support over these past few years and I'm really looking forward to you know, not only what we're all doing individually, but what we're all going to start doing together too. So I think we've got some yeah. good things in the works.
1: Yeah. Colony is about to be uh, surprised by what some of their colony alumni has done. There is going Agreed. to be so.
0: Uh,
1: thank you so much for this. I definitely yeah. appreciate it. and We will definitely talk soon.
0: Right back at you. I'll
2: smile. So know what it takes to fool this down. I'll do it till the sun goes down. and all the night time. Today.